G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Uh, Let's check in. Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby. Welcome back to 2020, Lyle. Thanks very much, Neil. Good to be with you again. Lyle, we'll get into the issues in just a few moments, but you're a part of what is now called the Coalition for Marriage, a new centralised website that's been developed so that people can get all sorts of resources from there. It's going to be the spearhead for the No campaign. Is there any sort of special campaign slogan that might be developing that you might know of that you can tell us about, you know, guaranteeing freedom of speech, stopping sexualised political <laughs> correctness? Is there a, is there a three-point, four-point message that, that we'll be coming up with uh, in any time soon? Look, uh, I, I expect there will be, Neil. We're just not at that stage yet. This has happened very rapidly, as you can appreciate. Uh, we're, we're less than uh, two weeks into it. Um, a lot of work's gone to uh, setting up the website, uh, getting uh, people in place who can uh, uh, assist on the campaign, uh, fundraising, all of those priorities. There's been a lot of media that we've done. We've had uh, terrific uh, run in the media. I think we've um, we've been able to get our message out very clearly that this is a campaign about consequences for freedom of speech, freedom of religion and about what your children will be taught through radical uh, LGBTIQ sex education programs in schools like Safe Schools. So if anything, our, our key message is that this is a referendum on freedom of speech and uh, LGBTIQ radical sex education. Uh, well, there's been some uh, force being used uh, across the weekend. I'm thinking both of the Attorney General George Brandis and also the sister of uh, former Prime Minister Tony Abbott, uh, Christine Forster, is in disagreement with her brother, uh, as is the uh, Attorney General George Brandis, over the way that gender fluidity uh, is part of the marriage debate. Of course, uh, um, Christine Forster and uh, George Brandis, they say gender fluidity is not a part of the marriage debate. Uh, what are your thoughts on whether it is or not, Lyle Shelton? Well, both uh, the Attorney General and uh, Tony Abbott's sister, Christine Forster, are, are wrong. Uh, this is very much part of the marriage debate. If you are taking the gender diversity requirement out of the Marriage Act, that has consequences and flow-on effects throughout society. And you've only got to look at the United Kingdom where they redefined marriage in 2013. The UK Equality Minister, Justine Greening, said just last month that gender fluidity, i.e. transgender, changing your gender, uh, is the next great step forward, end quote, uh, after same-sex marriage. So George Brandis and Christine Foster sadly are wrong and, and I'm not surprised that they are contesting this because uh, the other side of this debate want to keep this issue in the basket of uh, a loving couple and a wedding ceremony uh, without uh, letting people understand that uh, the consequences go way beyond uh, a wedding ceremony. 
Well, when I was asking you about slogans and those sorts of things earlier, of course, uh, the slogan on the yes side, of course, love is love. That's what people will be hearing everywhere. Uh, That is going to be needing to be countered by some of these deeper understandings that there are uh, issues beyond uh, just the change of a marriage definition, which will obviously affect the whole nation. And these things, uh, Lyle Shelton, unfolding in other countries that have already legalised same-sex marriage. Absolutely, they they are unfolding. We know that in the United States, when the U.S. Supreme Court imposed same-sex marriage um, in a very undemocratic way, the court just said we're going to have it and overruled all the democratic decisions that had occurred. We know that once that happened, the uh, rainbow political movement then pivoted to uh, gender, and uh, you had all this controversy over bathrooms and uh, at schools where boys identifying, or really young men identifying as girls, could then go and use uh, the girls' toilets. And uh, this has been a massive debate in the last couple of years since marriage was redefined in America. This has raged in that country, and it followed on. Now, I think in Australia we've seen safe schools and the radical LGBTI gender-fluid um, teaching in schools. I, I think the rainbow political activists here thought that redefining marriage was inevitable and they moved too soon in pivoting to gender fluidity and uh, I think that's been a mistake on their part because um, it's allowed all of us as Australians to see that uh, this is a very real consequence of their political agenda to redefine marriage. Well, there's other big, big, big issues that are also being debated. The Catholic Church on the weekend uh, came out and they said uh, very, very strongly uh, that they will dismiss staff who marry same-sex partners. Uh, Are you across the Catholic Church approach to what they see would happen if the marriage definition is redefined? Yeah, well, look, what um, the Catholic Church and, and all churches and Christian schools and Muslim schools should be concerned about is that the uh, same-sex uh, marriage political movement doesn't want anyone else in society to have the freedom to live out the belief that marriage is between one man and one woman. And so they want churches to be forced uh, to uh, have people working for them who disagree with their ethos. Now, All that the Catholic Church is asking for, all that any church uh, or or mosque is asking for, is the freedom to employ staff who actually believe in and will uphold the ethos of that religious organization, be it a church, a charity, uh, or or whatever. Uh, And that's the same freedom that a political party has. Now, the Labor Party isn't expected to be forced to employ um, people who believe in what the Liberal Party stands for. And that's the same for religious organisations. The protections for religious freedom are meant to protect that and to allow that freedom to to occur. But of course, the same-sex marriage political movement doesn't want that freedom to exist anymore. But of course, the Tasmanian LGBT spokesman Rodney Croom is saying that uh, in Tasmania, their state's anti-discrimination laws meant the church and other religious organisations would not be able to sack employees. That probably is uh, what you ought to expect to come. Is that the sort of, even then, butting up against uh, the law, uh, this is what would be expected if the definition were to change? Yeah, that, that's right. I mean, Rodney Croom, uh, is, he is one of the most prominent leaders of the same-sex marriage movement in Australia. Uh, he doesn't want there to be uh, freedom. Um, unless it's very narrow freedoms for a 
paid professional clergy person uh, to to be excused from conducting a same-sex wedding. But of course, that's just um, the tip of the iceberg in terms of the consequences. And uh, Rodney Croom, um, he's very clear on the record that he doesn't want there to be freedom for anyone else in Australia to live out their beliefs uh, about marriage, whether they run a Christian charity, uh, whether they are a, a business person who, who believes that marriage is always between a man and a woman and doesn't want to be part of a same-sex wedding. Uh, those freedoms are all going to go. Uh, whether a Christian or a Muslim school is allowed to teach children that uh, that uh, marriage is exclusively between one man and one woman, uh, that uh, could well become uh, hate speech under the sort of world that Rodney Croom would like uh, there to be uh, should same-sex marriage ever be legislated. Lyle, let's talk about the latest polling because there's been a special news poll uh, result that's been publishing, uh, published across a whole lot of areas to do with this issue of the marriage debate. And one of the interesting things in that poll is that it's Labor voters who are strongest in wanting protections for freedom of religion. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on, on the way that polling has come out? Look, I think what it's showing is that people are seeing that uh, this is not just about love is love, but there are consequences for other Australians' freedoms. And the fact that Labor voters uh, are showing that in their responses to the poll, I think should be very encouraging. We've got a long way to go in this. Um, this debate for so many years has been in that love is love basket, and whatever that means. And uh, that's been quite clever and deliberate by the other side. It means that uh, discussion about the consequences has been shut down. Uh, but now we're starting to have a discussion about what is really at stake for Australia, what's at stake for children's gender, what's at stake for freedom of speech and religion. And uh, that's pleasing to see that showing up in the polling. There's still quite a few weeks to go here, and uh, we're going to keep, keep prosecuting uh, that case and, uh, and trying to convince our fellow Australians that there's more to this. So um, I'm encouraged by that result, Neil. Lyle, people keep talking about just how significant a grubby type campaign might get uh, with the idea that there could be very nasty things said uh, even on both sides. But let me ask you your thoughts on what's happening with television commercials uh, because uh, typical television commercials are not allowed to be discriminatory or misleading but the rules don't apply uh, to the same-sex marriage ads, uh, what's what's the the latest, or uh, what are your thoughts on on issues to do with advertising with the campaign beginning to unfold? Well, well, look, this uh, process is not being conducted in the way that a normal election or plebiscite or referendum would be. I think uh, listeners know that the, the Senate blocked the plebiscite, um, so the government is doing this through administrative means through the Australian Bureau of Statistics. So the normal um, rules relating to broadcasting um, just don't apply. Now, having said that, I think it's really important that uh, for both sides of the debate, and, and this will certainly be the case from the Coalition for Marriage, is that uh, we will make sure that anything that we are putting to air or advertising uh, is obviously respectful and truthful. Um, now, that will be contested by the other side, of course it will, but uh, I think it's important that um, this is a civil debate and a respectful debate, and that's certainly what uh, people will see from the Coalition for Marriage. Just ahead, uh, I think it's just uh, a two weeks or so away, there is a special event that's being convened by the Christian Democratic Party, caught my eye, the idea of a constitutional convention on marriage. 
there are obviously, as we've been saying, deeper issues. Are there even constitutional issues with the word marriage as it remains in the Constitution, Lyle Shelton? Look, I, I, I don't think so. Um, I, I think obviously it's worth discussing. Uh, marriage is referenced in the Constitution, of course, uh, and we all know that when our founders put marriage in the Constitution, they did it knowing that the definition was one man, one woman. That had been the definition in Western civilization forever. Uh, so um, it, it's worth raising that in that context. But of course, um, this is being you know contested by a, a new radical group that uh, is wanting to remove the gender requirement uh, from from marriage. So. Look, I think it'll be a fascinating discussion, but um, I don't think there's a, a constitutional issue at stake. Um, the High Court has already ruled that the Parliament can uh, define marriage the way it wants. Um, the Parliament has decided to have a plebiscite to let the Australian people have a say uh, before it takes any further action. And um, that, that's the legal status of this issue. That's the constitutional status of it uh, at this point in time. Uh, One more, uh, just to put you on the spot, Lyle Shelton, uh, get your opinion, because uh, it seems as though uh, there could be some level of conflict here where the Victorian government uh, yesterday announced an extra half a million dollars to help mental health services and LGBTIQ organisations deal with the rising demand as a result of the vote. Now, that funding adds to an earlier uh, funding announcement of $500,000. It sounds like uh, funding for a yes campaign or contributing to uh, those sorts of things. Have you had any thoughts about governments, state governments, actually uh, issuing all sorts of different funding that will support a yes campaign? Well, it's extraordinary, Neil. I mean, you know, the, the implication behind that is that people like me are going to be so mean and nasty uh, that a whole bunch of people will need... Um, counselling and, and so they're providing funding for that. Now, you know, there, there may well be some people who say some terrible things and I hope that doesn't happen but, but uh, Australia's a big country and uh, there are nasty people out there. But uh, I'd like to know where the mental health funding is for people who are called bigots and homophobes all the time by the other side. I'd like to know where the funding is for uh, people like my staff who've had to endure uh, the bombing of their office. Uh, as I sit in my office right now talking to you, um, there are egg stains, uh, egg yolk stains encrusted on the outside of my window where, where um, people came and threw eggs at our office uh, last weekend. So, um, you know, this is, uh, this is um, uh, not a, uh, a one-way street here and uh, I think it's a little bit of a stunt for uh, the... Victorian government to do this. I noticed the ABC is also providing fun, uh, funding and resources for counselling of their staff um, who, who might be impacted by people like myself who are running the other side of the debate. I, I just think it's, it's all got a little bit silly, to be honest. Uh, well, Lyle Shelton, let me uh, just offer my reflection that in all of the debate, as it's now been going on for a number of years, we're not talking about something that's just gotten underway, but I can't think of a single person contributing to the debate that has been gentler and more con- contained uh, by way of uh, reserved in the way that you've approached these uh, these issues and certainly uh, want to honour you and commend you for the gentleness uh, by which you actually have been able to endure some uh, quite uh, significant situations where you've been on panels and uh, you've been under fire on a lot of different levels. So uh, uh, certainly want to honour you for that and uh, just reflect too that 
That level of gentleness that you are modelling is an important way that uh, in all of the way that uh, Christian believers need to conduct themselves, it's, uh, it's showing good leadership. So thank you so much for that, Lyle Shelton. Oh, thank you, Neil. I, I appreciate that very much, but uh, I just want to say I can sense uh, the Lord's grace in all of this, um, and uh, I know that people are praying all over this country, and I'm very grateful for that. They're praying for me, they're praying for our team, and for the others that are involved in this in this debate, and um, that really is, I think, is what is enabling us to be carried in God's grace and hopefully to bring be reflecting uh, Christ's love as we, um, you know, stand for uh, the truth in this very difficult uh, debate. So I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate the prayers of all your listeners. And I can't go without mentioning this new entity, which is the spearhead for the No campaign. It's called the Coalition for Marriage. Seventy odd organisations all joining together with the Coalition for Marriage to endeavour to win the No side of the campaign. Uh, if people go to that coalition. For marriage website, what are they likely to see, Lyle? They'll see uh, the ability to sign up and join the campaign, to volunteer, to donate, importantly. And uh, there's a lot of resources there which will help people think through the issue. So I'd encourage everyone to go to coalitionformarriage.com.au and uh, sign up for up email updates. Uh, we'll be keeping people up to date with the campaign um, and uh, just encourage people to use that as a resource. Uh, well, Lyle Shelton, always so good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Pleasure, Neil. Thanks so much for having me. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.